All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time we got to step in the ring with the greatest tag team in podcast history. Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travis D. I'm Dizzle J. And we are here to talk about um, the Royal Rumble. Yes. We're going to talk about some ideas from uh, WWE that's happening post-WrestleMania. And also about uh, the SCW show that we're going to tonight. I'm so excited. We haven't been to a show in so long. It's been a while. It's been, it's been oh, geez, I've, like it's summer? It's been a while, yeah. It's been about summer. summer since last time we, were, uh, we went. Super excited to go tonight. Um, I'm super excited to be here doing the show and recording. Uh, we missed last week because of uh, some weather and everything, which uh, I think I think it's kind of become a tradition on our show to come up with an excuse not to do a show. <laughs> it, it, it seems right? that way. Right? It's like, we're going to be here every week. Ah, fuck it. If, if we can do every other week, that's at least good enough, right? It's good enough, yeah. I mean, I mean, we're, we're coming close to uh, the 50th uh, episode, so um, I'm really excited about that. That that's should be awesome. coming up soon. And um, I, I don't know where we're at season two wise, but <laughs> it's like I think this is episode four. <laughs> right, we're just gonna keep going, gotta roll it over until eventually we decide. Ah, season three is ready to go. But Dizzle J, how have you been? I'm I'm great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm super excited for this. Uh, kind of like how we talked a little bit before the show. Um, I did get my new Russell Crate in. I saw this. Uh, I love that pop. Right, got the uh, Kenny Omega pop when they um. When they're putting it out and everything, they didn't tell us anything about this kind of box, which is really cool. But come to find out, you could have either got Kenny Omega or you could have got uh, Cody Rhodes. I'm happy with Kenny Omega. Not, nothing against Cody Rhodes, but for some reason, I think the Omega Pop looks a lot better than Cody Rhodes Pop. I, I haven't even seen the Cody Rhodes Pop, but the um, Kenny Omega Pop looks awesome. Well, uh, when you walked in, you saw me playing a little dirty 2K19 with I those did. generic wrestlers in the yep. ring trying to get the movesets. It looks like that. Ah. It's just generic looking. I mean, it's Cody Rhodes, but right. it's just generic looking. Uh, short hair. You know, normal complexion. Isn't Stardust. Not Stardust. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a Stardust pop, though. Eh. I mean, they're definitely not going to have one now. No. But I did find out that 2019, they're going to release um, four new pops coming out. Uh, they're going to have a, another Ric Flair one, kind of an older-fashioned Ric Flair, a Charlotte Flair one, uh, Batista and Randy Orton. I, I did see the Batista one. That yeah. one looked pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm really excited for those to come out. I'm going to look into those and get into those too. Um, I am trying to go, I am looking to collect all of them. So hopefully, maybe down the road, that will happen. The unfortunate thing is, a lot of the new ones, or not new ones, but the older ones, um, are getting a little bit pricey because of their value and the, uh, the, um, the rarity of them. Like the CM Punk ones, the AJ Lee ones, and yeah. uh, even uh, the uh, black uh, outfit, uh, Rey Mysterio, which is currently the. Uh, Highest valued uh, pop at like three hundred and something bucks. So you you might have to go, maybe like flea market shop it for some of these. If someone doesn't know what they have, and that's how yeah. you come across some of that stuff. I know with me and my comic books, I've done that numerous times where the guy doesn't know what he has, and I just buy the whole box for thirty bucks, and I end up with a five hundred dollar book or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I, and I go on eBay and I kind of look at the stuff and everything. Like, it seems like some people know what they have and they give a value, and some people don't know. But the only problem is a lot of the ones out there, especially the CM Punks. Like, they do have the CM Punk with the pink trunks, which is somewhere around like two hundred and eighty bucks and everything. And they're still putting it out there for like two seventy five. But the problem is, it's out of the box. Two seventy five out of the box. Out of the box, yeah. So I don't think I think they're just trying to get what they can out of it. But I think when it comes to and I don't know much about collecting. Uh, collector items as much as I'm sure you do, but if you take something out of the box or taking something out of the package, it devalues it. It's almost like driving a car off the lot. Yeah, it de- it it devalues it, but depending on what the item is, and if you still have the box and everything that came in it, it might still hold a lot more of the value than taking it out of the box and discarding everything. I, I can see I can see owning the box and everything still could kind of keep the value because I mean, I guess you kind of technically put it back in, right? But at the same time, you like it. It's like one of the things like. I mean, do you want to own a Ferrari that's missing the fucking doors? No. Yeah, right. I mean, so um, I'm not sure that's the same relevance to it, but, you know, I'm really excited to uh, kind of go about the collector's things. How many uh, figures do I got? Yeah, uh, anyways, uh, 2, I'm, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14. So I got 14 out of, like, 60. It's so, not bad. No. Um, I did get my last WWE Slam Crate box. I only did it for the year, and they only do it every other month. So I got my last WWE figure, which is the uh, AJ Styles. Which I'm really happy about because AJ is my favorite wrestler. On top of that, being the best wrestler in WWE and all of wrestling today. Uh definitely. So, um, we're gonna dive into the uh, World Rumble predictions. Just to get that out of the way. Um, just doing a little bit of talking about it. And obviously, when it comes to uh, the World Rumble pay per view predictions, we do gotta kind of predict who we think are going to Royal Rumble. Which I mean, it's not a 50-50 shot like most. 
Right. So we're going to go ahead and uh, give that a shot here. So are we going to do our black horse, too? I know last year we did black horse. Oh, we, yeah. We, we picked a winner, and we picked... Somebody who, like, maybe shouldn't... Who, who could have won, win. Who should win, but probably won't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um. So, uh, real quick, uh, the Royal Rumble is uh, this Sunday, which I'm going to try to... Get this show out today uh, after we get done recording. So I'm going to try to throw it all together as quick as I can. Um, but it is coming up. Uh, we also, you know, we do have the uh, NXT TakeOver that's happening tonight as well. Yeah, that looks like a damn good-ass card, yeah, too. So I'm really excited to uh, check that out after the SCW show tonight. Um, we can also do the predictions on that if you think you're up for it. I, I think I know most of the people on that card. Okay, yeah, well, we'll, we'll do that predictions as well. But let's go on. We'll dive into the Royal Rumble since we already have that information up right now. Um, so what we're seeing from matches right now at the Royal Rumble is the uh, men's Royal Rumble, the women's Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor. Finn Balor, <coughs> since um, Braun Strowman is no longer in it, right? And we kind of discussed a little bit on uh, on why they uh, took him out of there or anything. But what, what what do you think your reason is for Braun not to be part of this match? I'm, I'm thinking he's still injured. I the, think, the elbow injury. I think the elbow injury is still not a hundred percent. So they had to have a reason to get him out of there. And I do like how they let him tear apart Vince McMahon's car. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Little Jay is not happy yeah. about Braun Strowman not being in the match. Yeah, yeah, he was That's vo- his favorite. He's vocal about it for a child. Very vocal. very vocal about it. Um, no, and I think I, can, I, I agree with you on that. And I think um, they're kind of open for like the elbow injury to kind of be ready to go and everything. Uh, it probably hasn't, but I think at the same time, I mean, there has been a history with Braun Strowman having an issue backstage and causing controversy for his career and everything. And I think maybe these might be one of his punishments where it comes around. Uh, to, he he got punished the one time for calling the strap for calling it a strap. Oh, I'm coming after the strap because you're not supposed to call the title a strap. Anymore. Yeah, and, that, and that's petty shit if that's true. Um, <clears throat> but we do got Brock uh, Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor, which I think is supposed to be the demon. Um, now, see, I've heard both ways. I've heard he's not doing the demon, and then I heard he is doing the demon. I think it'd be way cool for the demon to come out and win. Yeah, but I think Balor winning the title. Well, you know, we'll get to that real quick, yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about that more. Uh, we got Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa versus Hideo Itami versus Kalisto in a fatal four-way. Again, Cruiserweight uh, Championship is on the pre-show, not the main show. See, that's that's horseshit. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the championship. Asuka versus Becky Lynch for the championship. Rousey versus Sasha for the championship. The Bar versus The Miz and Shane for the championship. And then Rusev uh, versus Nakamura for the U.S. title. Again, on the pre-show. Um, I noticed that the IC title is not on the line here. Nope. So that may be kind of like a little, you know... Is the IC champion in the Royal Rumble to win the Royal Rumble, or kind of you know? It, I don't think uh, what's it? Bobby Lashley's going to win the Royal Rumble, and there's still something missing that Lashley doesn't have for me. He's good in the ring, sucks on the mic. I hate Leo Rush as the hype person. He's just annoying. He's worse than the guy that had the primetime players. You remember him with the microphones, talked throughout the whole fucking match on the Atlas. Was it Atlas? Was Atlas, the older dude? Yeah. I think it was Atlas, yeah. I couldn't stand that either. Um, we'll, we'll dive into it real quick. Uh, we'll start out with the pre-show matches real quick here. So the Fatal 4-Way, Buddy Murphy, Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, Kalisto. Fatal 4-Way for the Cruiserweight Championship. Who's walking away with the title? I'm saying Buddy Murphy, man. That dude is just ridiculous. He has had... I, I know we don't rate matches, mm-hmm. but the matches I've seen from him are definitely four or five star matches to me. Yeah, oh, buddy. I think Buddy Murphy definitely um, um, improved and kind of recreated himself going into two hundred five live. Yeah. Um, you know, when he was in the tag team, really didn't do that too, uh, too much after being brought up, uh, which is unfortunate because Buddy Murphy is very athletic, as we've seen in some of the uh, oh, yeah. cruiserweight matches that he's had. Um, but I'm going to agree with you as Buddy Murphy is. I don't see a um, and not being a two hundred five uh, live fan and watching it. I don't know if there is a storyline going on between uh, some of these people, but I think out of the four, I think Buddy Murphy is the best option to have as a cruiserweight championship going into uh, the WrestleMania uh, Road to WrestleMania and stuff like that. Definitely. So thinking from a storyline uh, kind of thought, uh, I think Buddy Murphy is the best. What about uh, Rusev uh, putting his title on the line against Shinsuke Nakamura? You know, the, these two, I, I love watching these two work together because it, it is kind of a clash of styles. 
at the same time it isn't because they're both very mm-hmm. I don't want to say stiff, but they're hard hitters. Yeah. But I I like Rusev for it. Rusev? Okay. Shinsuke is kind of yeah, I don't know, lost the the lost it for me. I, I like Shinsuke. And we've discussed it before. I know you don't. But yeah. Maybe he needs to go to Raw, I think. Gotcha. Um, I'm picking Rusev for this too, uh, just because one, I don't like Shinsuke Nakamura. And two, I think because they're finally getting on board with Rusev and kind of like going back to having faith in him like they did when he first came up. Uh, I think with him being a fan favorite and the whole, like, you know, listening to the people now, um, I think there is more of an edge to Rusev over uh, Shinsuke for it. Plus, I think I think there's been a lot of rumors with Shinsuke going to AEW uh, following the end of his contract and stuff, and I think maybe Daddy uh, might be taking that a little personal. Well, I mean... Business is business. They should, yeah. they should be the first ones to know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bar is taking their titles and putting them up against The Miz and uh, Shane McMahon, which, I I mean, it, <clears throat> I fought a little bit for the whole Miz and Shane McMahon uh, kind of like, you know, creation of a tag team here and kind of found everything is. I'm actually going to pick the, uh, the Miz and McMahon to win the titles. I'm, I'm going to stick with The Bar because I don't think that I think there's going to be something else that happens with Shane and Miz. Like a, like a Miz heel turn? Like, is this a whole setup? It, I think it could be. I think it could be like a long con for the Miz. Okay. Um, well, I, I want to stick with them because I think with how Daniel Bryan is uh, a heel, and I think they want to put Bryan and the Miz in a WrestleMania match again. Because, I mean, right now they're, they have a one-on-one tie. I don't think they ever had that tiebreaker match, if I can remember no, correctly. So I think they want to keep it. I think if they put the titles on The Miz and McMahon and show that they are buddy-buddy and everything, especially for when when the bar was attacking Shane um, either last SmackDown or a couple SmackDowns ago, and The Miz kind of just threw himself on top of McMahon to protect him and stuff like that, no. I don't think he would really do that to to make like a um, like a double-cross kind of thing. I think he would kind of like want to pretend to help and not so much throw himself right. onto him, as you will. Um Plus, I think it'll be like a, I think it'll be a quirky little uh, change of pace for the tag team titles, since I'm not seeing the tag team titles really being relevant anymore between Raw and SmackDown like they used to be when it was the Uso and New Day feuds mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, especially on Raw, the tag team titles. I mean, like, I mean, as you see, they're not even on the, uh, you know, mm-hmm. not even on pay per view and stuff. And I, I, I don't even know who the champions are on Raw now. That I think about it. Uh, Bobby Roode and. Gable. Yeah, I think I think that's a valid point on why the uh, the titles aren't really relevant. Yeah. Well, I think I think the whole tag team division just kind of got pushed aside, <laughs> really, um, just like the U.S. title did for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and you and it's weird to think because I mean, like with two different shows, you know, you think every title would mean something, but it seems like no matter how much they separate the two shows, there's always a title that's valued more than the other. Right. And kind of like, I mean, like a lot of these champions almost feel like placeholders to give a title either maybe a slight bit of relevance or just to say, hey, look, it's still here. Like, you know, with the U.S. title with Shinsuke Nakamura, um, the IC title with Dean Ambrose for the uh, for the minimal time that he had it and stuff like that. Uh, overall, when it comes to the IC title, I still think within like the last five or so years, The Miz has been the most relevant IC champion there has been. Yeah, I, I agree. And as far as the U.S. title... John Cena when he had the title. Yep. It, it seemed to me that those two were actually excited to have those mm-hmm. titles. And it was like, hey, put me on the mic. I'll make this title worth something. Yeah, exactly. And I that's guess. exactly what happened. 100%. Um, let's see here. We'll go to... Um, you know, we'll, we'll give the women their credit for the moment. Uh, being, uh, you know, that you know we're, holding, we're still in this evolution of women. So let's go ahead and do the uh, AJ Styles versus Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan uh, championship match. Uh, actually, obviously, Daniel Bryan is champion, taking on AJ, giving him that rematch. Uh, I think Daniel Bryan uh, retains over AJ, even though I'm a fan of AJ. I'm going to go ahead and say that Bryan uh, retains it. Man, we're agreeing a lot today. I'm yeah. the same way. I, I just think that he's going to at least have it until WrestleMania, whether he faces AJ again at WrestleMania or somebody else. But I think he's going to he's gonna have a super WrestleMania moment with that title mm-hmm. and probably lose that WrestleMania. Yeah. But 
Now the only the only way I would see change in my mind, I'm giving AJ the championship again. If I think it all falls on who ends up does win the uh, Royal Rumble uh, this year. If it is somebody from Raw, I'm gonna say that AJ will win it. That way, that title is on the line at Elimination Chamber. And I don't think they would want to sacrifice or risk putting Daniel Bryan inside the Elimination Chamber and putting AJ in the Elimination Chamber match. Plus, I think if you put him in there with all the Ultimate X matches and all the, um, oh, God, what the hell was that uh, Big Steel match? Oh, uh, shit. And uh, TNA. Six Sides of Steel? Well, like the one with the dome where they had to crawl oh, through the hole. Oh, uh, fuck. I can't remember what it is right I now. I can't. Who was the guy that we used to uh, kind of call on during these shows? Geo? Geo. Geo, if you remember that show uh, or that match, let us know. What what was the TNA match where it was almost like a hell in a cell, but the object of the TNA match was to crawl through the hole at the top? If you know it, uh, send us a message and let us know because I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> I'm recording right now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so if somebody from Raw wins the Royal Rumble... AJ's going to win the match to go into Elimination Chamber style match. Um, if someone from SmackDown wins, which I can't remember the last time somebody from SmackDown won the Royal Rumble. It's been, but like Randy Orton a few years back, maybe. Yeah, was he even on SmackDown at the time? Though? I really don't know. I'm just trying to remember who won and everything. I mean, because lately it's been all about the universe of trying to, title trying to rebuild it since they created it. They're trying to build it up since they created it. Well, I mean, when you put it on a part-timer... That isn't there all the time. It's kind of That's hard true. to build it up. Uh, let's see. We got Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks uh, for the WWE uh, Raw Women's Championship. I'm picking Sasha Banks. I got Rousey. Uh, okay. And why do you why do you pick Rousey? Because I, I don't. I think she's going to hold it till at least WrestleMania. I think there's going to be some kind of interference where Rousey loses. I think. I think, well, with the with the with the joint matches and with Becky Lynch wanting revenge from the TLC where Ronda interfered, I think it's the best opportunity for Becky to screw Ronda over to uh, cost her the title to Sasha Banks. Uh, to me, this is one of those situations that depends on where these match cards line up to. Mm-hmm. So, bear with me here. If Becky loses her match against Asuka, yeah. wins the Rumble, then she screws Sasha to fight Rousey at WrestleMania. That's how that's how I think it should go, because uh, Banks for not Banks fuck Lynch versus Rousey at WrestleMania <laughs> to me would be a hell of a match, especially for a WrestleMania main event. Like a champion versus champion. No, I'm, You're I'm saying just, Becky loses if Becky loses. If she faces Rousey for the title right. at WrestleMania. But she Becky loses against Asuka, <laughs> wins the Rumble, faces Rousey at WrestleMania. Okay. See, and, you know, we'll go right into that match then with Asuka and Becky Lynch. Uh, the thing is, I think if Becky wins, it could be a toss-up. I'm going to assume that the Asuka-Becky match happens before the Rousey-Sasha uh, match. Yeah, because yeah. SmackDown happens. So, it, it, it's almost like, it's almost like you know, where can they go with Becky winning? Because if Becky wins the match, Rondi can retain the title, and then they can actually have that champion versus champion match they never had at Survivor Series. But if she loses, she could cost Ronda, Ronda, Ronda the match so she doesn't have a title match at WrestleMania to where now she's available to fight Becky. So it's kind of up in the air on whether Becky wins or loses because, I mean, it could go one way or another when it comes to Rousey. That's very true. But I think when it comes down to it, I think it's either if Becky ends up winning, Rousey will retain the title. If Becky ends up losing, I think she costs Ronda the title. Uh, that would go to Sasha to leave a match for Ronda versus Becky. I See, think I think some very solid scenarios. Yeah, and I think either way, I think Lynch is going to face Rousey at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I think, think that's going to happen yeah, no matter what. Yeah, I think and I, I think that's a lot of it from because I don't I don't know how true the whole broken nose thing from Nia Jax and Becky was to where she couldn't fight. I mean, I get that. I get that. I mean, like, you know, it, it wasn't even like so much the broken nose itself as much as the concussion uh, watch and everything that they had to be right. cautious about it. Well, if you um, saw her face, they could barely cover up that she had that big old bruise yeah. right under her eye, which could either be makeup or real. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I think I think this, I mean, especially with all the hype that Becky Lynch is having behind her and everything, and obviously with Ronda having all the you know the f- fan support and the popularity behind her, I think that's going to be a great uh, 
women's main event. You know, not the last match of the night at WrestleMania, right. but one of the self-proclaimed main events uh, at WrestleMania. But, um, so it, it's it's hard to really determine if Asuka and Becky Lynch, you know, if there's a title change or anything like that. Because, like I said, like any possibility can make Becky face Ronda. But if I'm saying Banks is winning the match, I'm saying Asuka's retained her title as well. I'm saying Asuka's retaining the title because I'm I'm in that mindset that Becky's going to win the Rumble. It just makes to me it makes perfect sense because Lynch has all this. Wait, you're saying Becky's retained the title and Lynch is winning the Rumble? I'm saying Asuka retains. Yeah. Then Becky will win Rumble. So Becky's going to go into the Royal Rumble yep. and win that. Yep. Okay. I'm thinking somehow. Oh, that's some because way. Rousey, because you. Because yeah, okay, yeah, I think yeah, she's yeah. gonna fight Rousey okay. for the title okay, at true. WrestleMania. Uh, Finn Balor and Brock Lesnar for the Universal Title. This is so hard because I know what I want to happen, but we know what's going to happen. I want Finn Balor to win. Are you picking Finn Balor to win? I'm gonna pick Finn Balor. To win. Okay. It might be picking a definite lose, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not so. It's not you know nece- necessarily true if. You know, Braun goes in and costs him the title. I mean, do, I mean, we don't. I, it doesn't look like there's any kind of stipulation here and everything. But I mean, we we've seen in the past, like when WWE has title matches at pay per views, they're either you know right down the middle, disqualifications included. You know, right. You know, there are restrictions in the kind of match title matches. But then we've also had. Uh, you know, quote-unquote, no-holds-barred title matches where, yeah, weapons aren't allowed, but disqualifications aren't there either. Right. So, I mean, like, and they have screwy stipulations when it comes to those matches. Like, rope breaks are, are on, pins have to happen in the ring, but if there's interference, interference doesn't, you know, restrict it, anything. It's all at the referee's discretion. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a possibility that, you know, Braun could come down, he could attack Brock Lesnar and everything, Balor could end up winning the match, and then you could see a Brock versus Braun match at WrestleMania, non-title included, or quite possibly see them thrown into an Elimination Chamber match for the Universal title if we see a SmackDown uh, guy win the Royal Rumble. I, I am excited to see this match because Brock usually puts on better matches with smaller guys. Because mm-hmm. when he fights the guys like the Cena's and stuff like that, it's, it's an all-powerhouse match, but when he fights... Like, when he fought CM Punk, that was a great match. Uh, Kurt Angle was a great match back yeah. in the day. Now with Finn Balor, mm-hmm. and with Balor being the extraordinary man who does yeah. extraordinary things. Yeah, well, one, one of the biggest Brock Lesnar matches I liked, well, pretty much the only Brock Lesnar match I liked since I've seen him back, was when he faced uh, AJ Styles at Survivor Series two years ago. Yeah, definitely. So that was a really good match. I mean, I think, like, you know, AJ just won it from uh, Jinder Mahal. And then went into that match. And, I mean, obviously, you know, with AJ ended up losing. But, I mean, just like uh, Daniel Bryan last uh, Survivor Series, he gave him his run for his money for a bit. Yeah. So, it was pretty cool. Um, so, you picked Finn. Uh, it's, 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 the thing is, like, see, you don't know what you want to go yeah, with, Yeah, I mean, right? you, you could look at this entire thing. And every single one of these could pretty much have, like, a run and it costs somebody a, a title. Um, I'm going to say Brock. I'm going to say I'm gonna say Brock Lesnar is going to win this. Because there's also that chance where they could put them into an Elimination Chamber match and Brock come out losing if, you know, everyone gangs up on him. Because I know they're not going to give... I, I don't think that they're going to allow Finn to w- beat Brock cleanly. Just because, I mean, not a lot of big guys can beat Brock cleanly. Like Samoa Joe and, you know, Braun Strowman. You know, they really didn't beat him cleanly. Even even John Cena and Triple H got losses against Brock cleanly. Oh yeah, I mean, I think the last time Cena beat Brock is when uh, they had the no disqualification match. Mm-hmm. He had he had to hit Brock with a fistful of chain. Yeah, and the same thing when it came to Triple H, he had to hit him with a sledgehammer. Yep. So I'm gonna pick Brock for this one. Uh, all right, so let's go to the Royal Rumbles here real quick, and we're gonna pick somebody who we're probably gonna see win, and then we're gonna pick our dark horses. So why don't we go ahead? We'll do the women's Royal Rumble. Um, let's look at the participants real quick here. Let's list them off because I know there's been a couple additions since we last spoke. Uh, so we got Carmella, Ember Moon, Natalia, Bailey, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mandy Rose, Sonia Deville, Alicia Fox, Zelina Vega, Naomi, Mickey James, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Charlotte Flair, Tamina, Dana Brooks, Lana, Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, and uh, Lacey Evans. 
I'm I'm still picking Becky Lynch to win. Okay. I know she's not on the list. Is that your dark horse? Is that your supposed supposed to win win? That's supposed to win. Okay. My dark horse is gonna be Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot, really? Yeah. I'm a big fan of I love the Riot Squad. I got you. Okay. Um of all these, I'm gonna say Alexa Bliss is gonna win. That's a good pick too. Because I actually really, really uh, didn't think that she would be part of it. Um, oh, so real quick uh, before we kind of dive into my, my dark horse here, how do you feel about all the controversy that WWE had uh, along with the um, the topless walk in to Aleko Bliss's uh, locker room from Raw? I, I think this is what goes with our last show when I was talking about that we're gonna that WWE is evolving again, so it's not gonna exactly go back to. Uh, Fuck, what was that error before Ruthless Aggression? Attitude? But Yeah, it's not going to be Attitude error. I think you're going to see more of a PG Ruthless Aggression error. Okay. That's how I think it's going to go. But how do you like? How do you feel about the backlash that, that he got from it? Do you think it's I, justified? I do you think it's justified when people thought that they were, um, they were objectifying Alexa Bliss to do this? Because a lot of people are saying that she was forced to do that. I'm, I'm thinking that... They will not force somebody to do something like that. Yeah. One, that could be construed as sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. And that's even bigger now than any 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 time other. I'm thinking that it was a storyline to ask her, you want to do this? And she probably said, yeah. She'd have to get nude. She had her titties covered up. Yeah. I mean, a, I mean, she was fully covered. Yeah. I mean, she had uh, well, she had her shirt or something covering her. I mean, like, and who's to say that she, I mean, like, yeah, they gave the perception that she was topless. I mean, you can have a strapper's bra on or anything and stuff like that. I mean, like, I I, I think it's one of those things where, you know, people are getting way too sensitive and just finding every reason to bitch and whine about something. I mean, if you go look at all these TV shows with, you know, um, on the CW and all this other stuff, they they do that kind of shit all the time. Yeah, I mean, you can watch FX and look back at the Sons of Anarchy shows and stuff like that. I mean, like, I mean, come on now. I mean, some of the stuff now that... If they really want to go bitch about something, why don't they bitch about Moolah getting naked on the one pay-per-view? Ah, Moolah. Uh, May Young, or whichever the fuck one it was. <laughs> um, all right, so my dark horse. Um, honestly, I was going to pick Ruby Riot, um, but I don't want to be the same as you. <laughs> so, uh, you seem so shocked by my pick. I, don't, I thought you were going to pick Naomi. I, th- I thought Naomi was going to be your pick. Or Charlotte Flair. I see. I think Charlotte needs to step back at the moment. What, I like for, what I'd like to see out of Charlotte right now is more of that crazy queen that she's been... That I feel like she's been hitting towards. Yeah. Um. Let me think. Okay. Let me think about this logically here real quick. Okay, so we got... <laughs> so we got Asuka retain the title... And um, we have Banks winning the title. So, uh, see here. we're not going to see an Asuka-Charlotte uh, WrestleMania moment. I don't see a reason for I see. I don't see Alexa facing fucking Banks really now. Uh, I'm picking Bailey. Bailey? I'm going to pick Bailey. I feel like that's a longer shot than my Ruby Riot. Yeah, well, see, that's another that's another real thing that like now I'm kind of confused. I, I, now I, I instantly regret picking Bailey, but I wrote it down. I'm not changing it. <laughs> but um, there has been rumor of a four horsewomen versus four horsewomen, um, you know, UFC WWE match coming up in you know WrestleMania. I can see how that's. But uh... how do you do that when the horsewomen are, you know, one of them's going to be champion? When it comes to either Sasha or it comes to Ronda Rousey. Because you're not going to take that woman's title out of the picture. No. So it's like it's like one of the things now. It's that like, makes more sense for a Survivor Series match than anything else. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to want to wait that long as much as they have now. But they still haven't signed. I think they're still one of the UFC girls they don't have. Yeah, but they can sign her to a one-day thing. I mean, it, I mean yeah. I mean, it's, well, I guess I that's mean, true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So okay. So that's me push off. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Bailey. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that no, I'm not. <laughs> Apparently, I'd cross it off. Who knew? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh shit, I'm gonna pick Naomi. 
That's a, that's a solid pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say if anything, I'm going to say Naomi. You know, will kind of face Oscar just because I think I think Naomi has the uh, the capability to actually you know put on a great WrestleMania show. Um. All right. So we uh, last match is obviously the 30 man Royal Rumble. Not the last match of the show. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the last match that we're going to predict on. Um. We got our truth. Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Seth Rollins. Jeff Hardy, Dean Ambrose, Bobby Lashley, Samoa Joe, John Cena, Elias, Baron Corbin, Jinder Mahal, Apollo Crews, Andrade, Mustafa Ali, Rey Mysterio, Titus O'Neil, and Randy Orton. Um, all right, I'm going to pick first, just because you picked first last time, and um, I can do this. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, I can't do this. This is too hard. Okay, so... We got our truth who's guaranteed to be number 30. Same with Carmella. Right, same with Carmella. So I think logically, our truth definitely is not going to win. I don't think anybody's ever won from 30, have they? Yes. I think the Undertaker did. I think he was the only one who did. Like 2007 or some shit like that. Hmm. Gino, let us know. Geo? Geo. Geo? Geo. Like Geo City. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, so, all right, I'm going to pick Drew McIntyre. And my dark horse is Braun. That's a very good pick. Yeah. As long as it's not Cena. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be Cena. I think, <laughs> I think he still might get that, that Ric Flair beaten title. I just don't think it's going to be at WrestleMania. Okay. I don't think it does. He probably deserves it, but I, I don't I, think the people want to see it happen at WrestleMania. I, I think the amount of titles is irrelevant at this moment in his career. I mean, he's going into the Daddy Hall of Fame regardless yeah, no if he matter beats what. you know Flair's like record or not. I think that's completely irrelevant. But if you really want to get down to the nitty gritty, <laughs> Flair has over twenty. World title runs, mm-hmm. but this is the WWE doesn't recognize a certain ones. Yeah. Anyhow, I say Dean Ambrose to win. Kenny Omega is the uh... Omega's not gonna be yeah. there. He still has they. He still is not officially announcing anything for AEW. Yeah, but I think he already officially decided he's not doing the Royal Rumble. You sure? All right, fine. Whatever. It's my pick, man. Oh, you know what? Kevin Owens. That makes more sense. I'm writing out paper here. I should stop doing these on post-its. I mean, we we can get notebooks. I mean, I got a bunch of notepads. You got right. note cards right there, which is like twice <laughs> the size. More note cards. Right there. Oh, those got, uh, those got liquors on them. They got, they, got, they got mixed drinks and shit on them, man. Yeah, I, was a, I went to a bartending school. These are all fucking alcohols, bro. These are mixed drinks. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're going to go with Dean Ambrose to win and Kevin Owens as a dark horse? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to change Do you want to change anything? Like, Are you happy with all your choices? Because I'm, I'm, as soon as I stick it to the wall, it's done. That's, that's my final answer. It's done? Done. Is it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Are you done? Uh, Have you God, picked your know. final? Let me see. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay, it's on the wall. What I think we should do is post those on Facebook too. That's what I think we should do. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, yeah. If they use the list, it'll take me a minute. Yeah. Well, we we could do we could do that to well, record it, the show. Yeah, not right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not right now. All right. Um. Do you want to do the NXT TakeOver predictions, or do you want to do the uh, WrestleMania uh, idea, post-WrestleMania ideas and stuff next? Let's, want- do, the, let's do the NXT, because I feel like we'll run through that a little quicker than we will the post-WWE ideas. Okay. Or WrestleMania ideas. No problem. I mean, we got enough time, right? Oh, shit. 35 minutes. We are crushing it. Let's <laughs> uh, see here. NXT TakeOver Phoenix. Phoenix, 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 Phoenix. I'll tell you, sometimes I almost look forward to these takeovers more than the main roster pay-per-views. I think a lot of people do, which also surprises me on how like they do not have an NXT 
uh, Royal Rumble. Ah, I, I don't think they will. I think they should, and then the NXT title should be on the line at WrestleMania. Now, see, I, def- I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I definitely agree that WrestleMania should include the NXT uh, title we- and women's title. Absolutely. And the UK's. I think all titles should be on the line at WrestleMania. Yeah. Absolutely. It just makes sense. I mean, it's like a fucking 12-hour show. I mean, why the fuck not? Could you uh, imagine actually going there? And... Well, we're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go one day. But not not in Chicago. Like an actual good one somewhere. <laughs> a good one somewhere? Come on. Allstate Arena? No. 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 Chad, or, yeah, Chad and his wife, ex-wife went. It yeah. was cool, but... But then they go... I want to I be out... Side. I would love to have been at Chase Field to see WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Out in Arizona in that fucking stadium. I mean, because, like, well, yeah, it's like you said, Chad went to WrestleMania, but they sat, like, way up top, and they're pretty much, like, behind the fucking banners and Titantron right. and shit. It's like, if you go to fucking WrestleMania at, you know, Chase Field, you know, it's a baseball field. I mean, No matter where you sit. Exactly, yeah. Um. Anyways, we're, that's going to happen. We're going to do that one day. Uh, so the matches for NXT TakeOver Phoenix, like I said, it is tonight. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano. Undisputed Era taking on the War Raiders. Uh, Shayna Baszler taking on Bianca Belair. And Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black. That's a hell of a card. Yeah, but the only problem I have with it, which it is, great card. Absolutely great card uh, from top to bottom. Um... Adam Cole's not on it. I'm not a big fan of that. And EC3 is also not on it. EC3 is there. He's coming up to main roster. He's not yet. Yeah. He's not there yet. He's already been seen on Raw. And he's Smackdown. been seen, but he's not fighting yet. He's coming. He should have been there. He should have been he, there. I, I'm not saying Ray he Mysterio been there. was on fucking NXT for God's sake. It doesn't mean fucking EC3. So is Finn Balor. Yeah. NXT UK. Yeah. So I mean, like, I mean, like. I mean, yeah, EC3 should still be relevant. I mean, yeah, he's probably going to make an appearance in fucking uh, the Royal Rumble. But, I mean, still, he could still wrestle at NXT. Maybe he doesn't have a storyline with anybody at the moment. Of course he doesn't. He sucks. Come on now. It's like EC3. He sucks. He's a joke. Come on. Oh, God. All right. Uh, you, Matt hurt, R- you hurt me here. You Matt Riddle here. versus Ono. I'm going to pick Riddle. I think Smart Money's on Riddle. Yeah. Um, Ricochet versus Gargano. Gargano. Gargano? I'm going to pick Ricochet. Um, Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. Is it weird that Kyle O'Reilly and Fish aren't defending the tag titles together anymore? Right. Is Fish hurt? No, he's back now. Hmm. Maybe they're doing that kind of... But I never New seen anything. Yeah, but I mean, they, I mean, they're, it's always seems like it's Riley and Strong. Like Fish just kind of got pushed off. Well, I kind of like Roderick Strong better than Fish. I mean, I do too. I mean, I'm just saying. But isn't, then, isn't Roderick Strong the one they call the master of the backbreakers? Yeah, yeah. Uh, versus War Raiders, Hanson and Rowe. Uh, I'm gonna go error. Error. Yeah. I'm gonna dark horse this and say uh, the uh, War Raiders win. I think I think Down Spirit Air is probably gonna retain it, but I want I really want the War Raiders to win. I think that uh as long as Adam Cole and Fish don't get involved, which we know they're going to, I think they have a shot to do it. Uh Baszler versus Bianca Belair. I wanna say Belair. As much as I like Blazer, Bazier or whatever. Baszler? However the fuck you say her name. I like Baszler too, that's why she's gonna win. <laughs> and then we got uh Choppa versus Black. Oh Black. Black? Siampa. Yeah, I'm going to pick uh, Chapa. <laughs> I think he's come a long way. He's Tommaso? A, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He's a great heel champion. Yeah. No, I, I, I think he finally, like, kind of, like, he finally found himself outside the tag team DIY. And I like the fact that, you know, Tommaso and Gargano aren't really at each other anymore. They kind of ran that storyline. It's over. They moved on from each and that other. That was a hell of a storyline. Yeah. So, I, I enjoyed those matches so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. So, you picked Riddle, Gargano, The Era, Bel Air, and Black. I picked Riddle, Ricochet, War, Baszler, and uh, Choppa. You happy with that? You going to change it? You happy? Uh, I, on the wall. It's on the wall. 
on the wall it is. On the wall. Okay. Let's uh let's uh, move. Eventually we're gonna have to get like a little uh, cork board or something so they don't fall off the wall. Yeah, well I mean yeah. That'd be fine. Uh, the walls are pretty clean. I should get like like uh like blackboard paint. So we can just draw it on there. Ooh, that'd be cool. Right? Maybe one day when we actually do YouTube videos, we can actually YouTube this and write our fucking predictions on a dry erase board. If we ever actually Ooh. like move forward with the shit that we say we're going to. <laughs> um anyways, okay, so um one of us hits the lottery. This is all we're doing for the rest of our life. Well, yeah. I mean, let's let's find out tonight. You know, hopefully that Powerball comes through. Get that seventy mil. Um. Okay. So, um, the, ten I, big. Di- what? Maybe we could pay for the copyright infringement shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> uh, ten big WWE post WrestleMania changes already ongoing, and ten reported changes on the way. Uh, this was posted on thesportster.com on January twentieth. I like the Sportster. Yeah, it has so much information. So, let's go with it. Uh, the ongoing, uh, right now, is SmackDown programming changes to Fox. Well, we know that's going to happen. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, but we're not talking about what is and what's not going to happen. We're going to talk about our feelings on it actually occurring. So, we're going to go off the impression that everything that we're going to go through, even though it's happening it or ongoing, is going to happen. And how we feel about it, and we think it's the right move. And if there was a way to change it, how would we change it? So... Obviously, SmackDown is going to uh, Fox. It's going to be on Friday nights again. Rumor is it's only supposed to be an hour long. And it's also mentioned that even though Fox does not have um, creative control in WWE any type of way, they still want uh, it to focus on the wrestling aspect and not the sports entertainment aspect. I heard that, which I, I do. I really like that because I think there is too much talk in WWE. You can cut a two-minute long promo mm-hmm. and then go. Yeah. If you can, if you're good, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And Cena, like Cena, is probably one of the best guys who can cut a fast promo, and it means something. Yeah, absolutely. Sucks in the ring, pretty good on the yeah. mic. I would give him really good on the mic. Yeah. So this is supposed to happen in October of this year. So what are your thoughts on it? Um, do you think the one hour uh, time frame is enough uh, for when it comes to SmackDown? I'd still like to see it at two hours, mm-hmm. but. I think with Fox, they might have a little more leeway with, well, I don't know, no, since Disney's now owning Fox, so I don't, they they might get a little more leeway with getting away with more stuff on TV, because Fox is kind of a little bit edgier than the rest of the channels. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay with the whole, like, focusing on wrestling aspect and the sports entertainment aspect. They still got Raw to do that, which they do it way too much on Raw to even right now. Uh, to focus on sports entertainment promos and, you know, fucking, like, segments and stuff. But they do need to stick to two hours. Um, not a big fan of Friday nights. I don't think a lot of people are, like, really in on Fridays as they are. I think it would have been best to stay on Thursdays. I don't like the fact that NXT and SmackDown are both on Tuesdays. With uh, SmackDown moving to Tuesdays, sh- they should have put Raw. Or, I'm sorry, no. Uh, NXT's on Wednesdays. 205 right. Live's on Tuesdays. Right. They should move 205 to Thursday. To get every single day of wrestling between that. Um, get Monday through Friday then. Yeah. So um, I think it would be better if they put SmackDown back on Thursdays. I think it gives people opportunity to be indoors on a Thursday night compared to a Friday night. Especially for people who like to go out and have fun and enjoy their days off from work and everything. Um, but also, I think I guess it kind of depends on like the actual start time of uh, the show. I mean, is it still 7 p.m. as it is now? or? So I don't even know what the programming right yeah. now on Fox is. I mean, I'm, I'm a second shifter, so I'm at work no matter mm-hmm. what during that time. Uh, number 19 reported there's going to be more overseas pay-per-views. Yeah, they, they, and they should. Mm-hmm. Because you, you haven't had a WrestleMania anywhere besides the U.S. And there's a huge market in the U.K. and Japan to where you're, you probably even Mexico. Yeah. In, in Canada. You, you, mm-hmm. you need to have... If you're really going to go worldwide, these are the places you need to be. Fuck Saudi Arabia. Yeah. They don't want your women to perform. That's that's stupid for you to go there, especially mm-hmm. during the women's revolution. Yep. It, it's, it's to me, just fucking retarded. Absolutely. And, uh, I, um, like, over the last week and so, I've kind of been on an Elimination Chamber kick, so I've been watching all the Elimination Chambers from the, the first one to the recent one. Yeah. Still working on it. There's actually quite been there's been quite a bit uh, quite a bit of them but new year's revolution back when edge uh, beat cena for the title like when he cashed in the money in the bank yeah. and everything that uh, was actually out of the country i can't remember what it was uh, costa rica or something like that so i mean that was pretty cool i, I don't know if you consider that overseas or not because it was out of the country 
But yeah, I mean, they're they're focused on like actually having like SummerSlam, Survivor Series, stuff like that outside the country. I mean, I can see them having a pay per view outside the country and it working. Not WrestleMania though. I think WrestleMania should stay within the states. Um, I think they should. I see. I'm I'm torn because you got all these people who will fly it in America to it from different countries. So you need to have it at least at least in the UK. Yeah. Okay. I'll agree. With, I'll agree with at, you at least. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. I'm going number 18. The Horsewoman will ride. We talked about it. It's the MMA Horsewoman versus the D Horsewoman. Um, it looks like it's going to happen as, as long as everything contractually occurs with all the wrestlers. Um, the MMA for Horsemen, by the way, is Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, which who are both uh, WWE uh, wrestlers. Right. Uh, Marina Schaefer, who I think actually got signed. And then you got Jessamine Duke. Yeah, Maria... Marina. Yeah, the one, she, I'm pretty sure she got signed, and yeah. that, that last one's the last one to be signed. Yeah. Um. So they're predicting, kind of like how you mentioned, a possible 2019 Survivor Series match. And, and that makes the most sense. Yeah. Because it, that that should be, if you're four on four, mm-hmm. you can make that a Survivor Series match. It doesn't have to be five on five or six on six or whatever. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think it's a good. I think it's a good move. I think it, there's a lot of promotion to it and everything, and they get a lot of hype built behind it. This one's pretty. I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, the Undertaker retiring in 2019. I, he needs to. Again, not that I'm not a fan of the Undertaker. It's that I don't want to see the Undertaker get permanently injured or worse in the ring. Yeah. It, it comes down to where it's it to have him to continue to wrestle is the same as Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair wrestling right. in like their fifties and sixties. Yeah, they could put on a decent match, but it's not. It, I mean, it's it's almost like that the draw is not so much there anymore like it used to be. I mean, yeah, it's awesome to see the Undertaker come out as entrance and everything like that, but to see him in a match and everything like he just looks so beat down. It's just to yeah. the point now. It's like he just got called a career. Same. Let your wife come back. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that they're going to have uh, some um, legend like oh, yeah, women definitely. in the Mumble again? Just not as many as before. I or? just, I just think, yeah, I think now they got a deeper roster where they don't need that many legends mm-hmm. to come back. I'm sure you're going to see Lita. I'm sure you're going to see uh, Trish, and who knows? Maybe Kelly Kelly and Michelle McCool. Maybe even Layla. Who knows? Layla. Have a have a little like cool. Yeah, and the Bellas will probably be there. Oh, of course, they're gonna be there. Uh, uh, women's tag team titles. I thought I love the idea that these are being defended or gonna be uh, awarded inside the elimination chamber. Mm-hmm. But they haven't they haven't announced which teams or are they gonna have a tournament. That's why I don't understand what they're gonna do. I don't. I don't think they're gonna. Do. I think they're just gonna pick uh, six four team, random teams. Six, six, six teams, and just throw them in there. Which I mean, like right now they kind of have them. They got Sasha and Bailey. They got Nia Jackson, Tamina. They got Alexa and Mickey James. Um, they got right, the Riot Squad. But I mean, is it one tag team title for I, both? I, I, or I think, I think that's what's gonna be that this the women's tag team are gonna go back and forth from both shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I think we had discussed that before on the show. Yeah. I mean, you can, I mean, you still have Absolution that's still coming together with Mandy Rose and, and uh, that. Sonya Deville. Yep. Um, so that'd be pretty cool to see. Uh, Drew McIntyre is the next top star. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely see that happening. He is so much better this time around than the first time he came in. Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely agree too. I, I like how he's he he has that John Cena ruthless aggression from two thousand three. Yeah. Or two thousand two, where the fuck it was. I, I I do love the claymore kick too. Yeah, it, it's just so it's just so brutal. Uh, global expansion. Uh, while the company has always employed people from all over the world for the first time in this illustrious history, the company is truly all over the world. They've run shows all over the world. They're establishing the four a fourth brand NXT UK. The brand just put a successful special takeover Blackpool. Clearly. The game has a master plan in place to, over time, have some form of an NXT feeder system brand in several hotspots over the world. NXT Lucha uh, looks like a possibility. We certainly can rule it out as we can't rule it out as Dirty seems to have set on having the best possible stars from around the world 
working for them in a capacity. So I guess basically what they're saying is there's going to be excellent NXTs fucking popping up all. Oh the yeah, place. that's that's something I had read about before too. Um, and NXT UK has become a monster all on its own. I I believe you'll see an NXT Japan, NXT Lucha. Could you yeah. could you imagine actually seeing like some of the older guys from WCW Lucha showing up? That'd be like pretty psychosis cool. Psychosis or some oh, yeah, Covitude. And you know there's probably going to be in an NXT uh, India. They do a yeah. lot of work in India. I believe they'd have to do a Canada one, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, NXT officially is going to become a third brand. I um, kind of consider it a third brand already. Oh, yeah. I, I I I think what they're looking at, like, possibly, like, on TV actually occurring, being, like, an ECW brand. I heard they were going to go to FSN. Fox Sports Network. Really? Yeah. So not only will it air on the network, but it'll be on network TV. Okay. I think that's pretty cool if they do that. Uh, Corey Gray's becoming the voice of WWE. Yeah, pretty much, that's already has happened. Yeah, he's pretty much taking the place of Michael Cole. Like, not so much replacing Cole for Cole to be gone, but Cole will still be in some capacity within the company, but Corey Gray's will have the voice of it, which is it has been happening and he is really good on the mic. <laughs> I enjoy listening to Corey Graves, especially Corey Graves and Renee Young. Yeah. Their back and forth is great. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about this one because I feel this kind of proves that WWE listens to our show because we've talked about this so many times, but an all-female brand. And we've been talking about this mm-hmm. since almost day one of the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're obviously listening. They're obviously, oh, stealing, obviously stealing ideas and shit like that. They're probably hoping that this comes out before the Royal Rumble so they can steal our ideas for it. Right. So, but yeah, I think an all women's brand would be perfect. Um, you know, it's almost like a glow, but with the new era. Uh, this definitely should happen because they have so much talent out there that would be dumb not to. On um, the same channel that New Japan performs on, on network TV, they now have, wow, women wrestling. Okay. So I, I don't get those, that channel no more because I'm cheap. But <laughs> that that's on TV now. And you're going to need something. The women are not getting enough time on SmackDown and Raw. Yep. Half the time, the women matches are way better than some of the men's matches that happen on Raw. Mm-hmm. So it's, to me, it's just a foregone conclusion that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, more, U, uh, more UK NXT TakeOver specials. Oh, I, definitely. That's yeah. definitely going to happen. Uh, more New Japan stars. Oh, yeah. Uh, but see, there's always been that... I feel like there's always been that under-the-table deal with New Japan. Yeah, I think so. And I, th- I think I think that's one of the biggest reasons like they kind of hired back... Um, hired back some of the guys from New Japan, like AJ Styles, Finn Balor, uh, the Bullet Club, um, Gallows and Anderson, to kind of like show some of the guys who haven't wrestled over here so much that, you know, this is something that may be beneficial. Now, right. unfortunately, I think with Colin Anderson, they really dropped the ball on them, them a lot because they could have had the potential to be a top tag team, but they got through them into those goofy kind of scenarios yeah. and the nerd things and nerd. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, those two should just be, they should be real bullies. Yeah. And they, is, is what it needs to be. And they majorly dropped the ball on Finn Balor with kind of like just, you know, push him off to the side right. and stuff like that. Punishing him because he got fucking injured. Yep. Uh, more female announcers, which I agree with 100% because Renee showed that, you know, she does a great job. Um, I think we actually talked about Renee Young being in a... Oh, yeah. So, again, they're, they're, they're listening to yeah, the show. They're listening to the show. They are so listening to this yeah, fucking you, show. You know, they have, they have, like, just a room full of guys listening to every wrestling podcast yeah. that's out there. And obviously, we're the best one. Yeah. Oh, fuck because yeah. You, you see that mm-hmm. most of our ideas keep popping up after we talk about them. Yeah. And I mean, and it shows like I mean, obviously Renee Young being a full time um, announcer or commentator on Raw, uh, I I still believe that when they did the all women's pay per view, that it should have been all women running the show, that including uh, a like, commentator. It should have been Renee Young and Beth Phoenix. I think Michael Cole was part of it, which I don't think he shouldn't have been. No, I did. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get they want to have that veteran sass in there, but really, I mean, like Renee Young fucking kills it. Beth Phoenix did a great job on the. Um, the uh, May Young Classic, yeah. I think it was really good. Even Lita was kind of part of the commentary and stuff like that. I think having them would have been great. Even though Lita was part of the show, I think it's come around. If she's not part of the show, like as far as in the ring, at least put her in commentary. Definitely. They have a female uh, um, referee in NXT they could have brought up, and she could have been part of the show. Could have got a couple more female referees if you do that. And you know. How hard would it have been to get a couple female referees or some 
wrestler, female wrestlers that haven't been mm-hmm. on the show yet, just strip, put a put a shirt on them and get them in the ring. Yeah, uh, heel Finn Balor. Uh, it's about time, I think. I don't see it happening. No, I don't. WWE will try to make him heel, but it'll be one of those Randy Orton, Becky Lynch kind of things, mm-hmm. to where like no matter what you do, they're gonna love Finn. Yeah. Uh, new agents, uh, usually speaking in WWE and in life, as people get older, they always, it's always out with the old and in with the new, even the most trusted employees of the company either retire or forced into retirement. Backstage in WWE, there's a combination of old and younger agents. Matt Hardy has been the newest agent to join the team, but he's not going to be alone in that position. More agents may be needed for Raw, SmackDown Live, 205 Live, NXT, NXT UK, Main Event, Mixed Match Challenge, and various other tournaments and stuff like that. Uh, see here. Uh, at, that means more work for Michael Hayes, uh, Mike Rotunda, IRS, Jamie Noble, Matt Hardy, Arn Anderson, and several others uh, to handle. Arn is still there, huh? Yeah, he's an agent. Oh, uh, he shit. still travels. Yeah, I think this is a good thing. I think it helps keep the uh, the vet, uh, the wrestling veterans and uh, guys who kind of made WWE what they are, makes them so part of the team and everything. And since they know how WWE operates, they know what to look for when it comes right. to uh, wrestling. I think I think also if you've been in the ring for so long, you're gonna know. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we go see a match, never being in a professional ring. Yeah. Oh man, that looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Art might be like, well, no, he fucked that up. Yeah. Well, not, I mean, I, 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 I'm glad you used that as an example, but that doesn't pertain to us because we are good. Well, yeah. I mean, we know. We know we shit. Know. I mean, it's been proven that he steals our shit. Right. So We just proved it two minutes ago. Yeah. AJ Styles to Raw. That's, I feel like that's been a long time coming. I hope it doesn't happen. I, I, I hope it doesn't happen. I think he holds, uh, if he ends up at Raw, then Seth Rollins or somebody has to go to SmackDown to kind of like help keep SmackDown yeah. that way. Uh, Triple H. Has something to do with that too, though. Probably. Triple H and Stephanie keep rising to keep growing into power. I oh, think yeah. that's been happening. That's nothing new. WWE buys Impact Wrestling. Plenty of rumor mills for churning when it's reported that executives from Impact were seen at WWE Corporate in Stanford. No one knows for sure, but there are plenty of links online that says otherwise. No one on either side has spoken about what actually has been said. It does stand to reason that after these talks, WWE now has access to the Impact Tape Library. I think that was all about the tape library. I don't think Impact is going to go anywhere after just signing all these deal, all these things with Pro Wrestling Noah and different organizations all around the world that they've been cycling people in and out, in and out, until they find they stick with. Oh yeah, bring him in. You're part of this roster now. I think uh, actually, I think it'd be a good idea if you need to buy Impact. I mean, you got AEW that's coming out and everything. They're going to end up growing into something good. You have New Japan, you have Lucha Underground. I think if they buy uh, TNA Impact and how you mentioned that, you know, they have all these worldwide negotiations and stuff, I think that's a perfect opportunity to build those NXT locations that were mentioned all over the world. You don't have to start from the bottom. You just rebrand what's already out there into an NXT this, NXT that, and stuff like that. But they rebrand it or they leave it Impact? No, Impact in the U.S. is going to die. It's. I think. I think they just want the stuff that's out there. Everyone has an uh, NXT U or who has an impact is either gonna end up in original NXT or have the opportunity to go to other NXT locations and stuff and just do that, or they can get out of their contracts and go to AEW. Um, a physical Hall of Fame. I don't know what the fight. I don't know how that one means. Well, okay, so I I do know what this one means. I've been reading up on this. Uh, a lot of fans have been asking for. Them to build. Oh, like an actual building. Okay. Because the rumor has it that WWE has storage units upon storage units of all this old wrestling stuff that's just sitting there collecting dust. Mm -hmm. And how cool would it be to take a trip to Stanford if that's where they want to do it? Kind of like the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Right. Yeah. Or the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Ohio. Yes. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. I thought they were like, they wanted to have like matches and shit at the Hall of Fame. Okay. That makes more sense. I agree. I think they should have been. I, I, I think Shane McMahon's been wanting that for almost a decade. Yeah, it, it just makes sense. There is actual Hall of Fames for pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. I believe there's one in the UK and maybe the US somewhere. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. I did read something about it, but. Yeah. Uh, last one, not probably much of a surprise, but more MMA uh, wrestlers coming, more MMA fighters coming into uh, WWE. 
Uh, Ken Shamrock, obviously the original. Brock Lesnar, Matt Riddle are a few. And then, obviously... They didn't even mention... Uh, what's his face? Black? Alistair Black? No. Uh, Steve Blackman? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe he's irrelevant. <laughs> he um, was. But, I mean, I, I think that was a given. They've been doing that for a while now and everything. I think it gives some of those uh, guys who aren't ready to call it a uh, career more of an easier type uh, work environment to go into pro wrestling, which it is, you know, spoiler alert, alert fake, compared to the MMA uh, octagon. Stuff oh, like there, that. there have been a lot of those guys from the MMA who do that, though, and say that it's a lot harder to do than MMA. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So it's, it's hard to pull punches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I can easily hit you in the face and actually hit you in the face. It's well, harder for me to hit you in I'm, the face and not actually. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's like you know. It's less difficult to adapt to how it works, but I think it's less toll on the body. But I, yeah, that's why. That's why. Well, I'm yeah, you'll see a lot of ex NFL players come who have blown out knees, who have Steve Mongo McMichael, mm-hmm. uh, Goldberg, Baron Corbin. Maybe soon to be Gronkowski from the Patriots is God. I hope not. A, only if someone gets to kick him in the face several times because he's just right. so dopey. Right. <laughs> Claymore kick. Claymore kick. Um, yeah, no. So I mean, that's a couple of the th- um, couple of the um, ideas for post WrestleMania. Some we knew about. Some were a little bit exciting. Uh, real quick, we got two more things to talk about before we call it a day. We are going a little bit over time, but that's going to be okay as well. Um, SCW New Beginnings is tonight in, um, in Shabans. We're going to be there. Um, it's really difficult to talk about this. Kind of give everyone a heads up on it because it is three hours from now. Right. So it's going to be really hard for us to kind of like mention anything about it. But there are a few matches going on. We're not going to do a prediction thing on it just because, I mean, I mean, there's, there's, there's a little bit of match cards here and there, but, um, we, we mentioned SCW over the last couple of shows anyways. Every time they have a show, we do mention it. So it's one of our, it's one of our favorite local shows. Yeah, so we'll 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 let you guys know when the next show is and everything. Uh, we we we'll try to do a better job to kind of do more of an advance notice probably a week before the show comes up. But we are going to SCW tonight, and uh, we'll round this up with uh, your pick of the week. So pick of the week is Kenny Omega versus Okada, which there have been several matches. I believe this is the first match I picked that they had, mm-hmm. and they're just. Like a ballet of violence. That that's how best I can put them. New Japan to me has always been the hardest hitting. So to me, that's top of the line almost. Yeah. And we've talked about how New Japan maybe isn't indie wrestling anymore. I don't think it is. I think that they're the WWE of Japan. Okay. Yeah. So to me, these are their top performers going at it. You know, it'll be posted along with the show. It's already set up. Travis D obviously will change the timing on it. But check it out. Watch it. Let me know what you think. If you have any suggestions for me to watch a match and want me to pick one, let me know. I will watch it. Yeah, post up on our... Uh, well, you can find us literally on social media almost everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the uh, JFW Podcast. Um, you could email us at jfwpodcast.yahoo.com. You could click on the link to our website. All our contacts are in all our show notes. If you go to Podbean, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, it's all there. Just click the link. You'll get there. Contact us through the website. Contact us through email. Contact us through social media. If you guys have a friend who is part, who is a huge fan of wrestling and hasn't listened to the show, just let them know. We, we're on iTunes. We're on, um, Google Play, we're on Podbean, we're on Spotify. You just got to search JFW Podcast, Just Freaking Wrestling. We are there. Tell your friends about it. Give us a rating. Give us a five-star review. Subscribe to us because when these shows come out, as random as they are, we want you to be aware of it. So subscribe to uh, your your podcasting um, and uh, search engine or wherever you find it from. <coughs> and make sure you stay involved in the show. You know, Just get in touch with us. We do want to still do the Q&A thing. We didn't get a lot of questions like we hoped, but it's okay. We're going to still promote it out there and push it out there. So just ask us anything you want, you know, our opinions, our views on wrestlers, on programming, what we think is going to happen. And please keep it limited to pro wrestling or independent wrestling. Yeah, this is a wrestling podcast. So it's wrestling questions and stuff like that. Don't ask me what my favorite nachos are because the answer is going to be all of them. 
Um, but that's not what we're here for. We're, it's just our views and opinions on wrestling. That's um, our other podcast, Just Freaking Food. Just Freaking Food. But, no, just, uh, yeah, send in those questions and everything. Um, we'll shout. We'll give you a shout-out on the show as well and everything. And who knows? You know, coming up, like I said, we want to do YouTube stuff. We're going to start doing that and maybe even some giveaways here. <clears throat> but we can't do giveaways until we get fan interaction participation because the last thing I want to do is try to do a raffle or something like that, and I get, like, two people involved in it. I want to, like, get a lot of people involved. So um, get interactive with us. Reach out to us. And if you guys know of any local independent wrestling shows like the SCW that you think we should go to and check out, let us know. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or at jfwpodcast.yahoo.com. Uh, and we will definitely advertise for those. <laughs> yeah, for, for no free. Call. For free. For free. Um. That's all I got. How about you? That's all I got. Time to ring the bell on this episode. As always, I am Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the Jeff W. Podcast. Peace.